the Digging Deeper podcast hosted by 4constructionpros.com and covering various aspects of the construction industry, including the equipment, people, companies, and associations making it all happen. My name is Becky Schultz, and in this episode, I speak with Erica Gilliland, Craft Recruiting Director at McCarthy Building Companies, about the challenges the industry faces in hiring and retaining craft workers and other skilled laborers, and the steps construction companies can take to not only attract talent into the industry, but also help to build that talent and continue to meet future needs. Let's dig in with Erica now. Erica, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, I'd like to start off just learning a little bit about you and your role at McCarthy Building Company and um, uh, also how you became attracted to the construction industry. Yeah, so I joined McCarthy about three years ago, coming up on my third year anniversary. Um, I had been in the talent acquisition and recruiting space for about 14 or 15 years, um, both through starting off as a, as a staffing agency recruiter, as many do in this line of work. And then I moved into um, an organization that was focused on um, for-profit post-secondary education for those who were pursuing a career as an automotive diesel or collision repair technician. Um, so I was recruiting the instructors for those programs. So I think that was my first experience working with maybe um, not a super salaried, super office oriented workforce and I really enjoyed it. Um, and I think that that gave me experience um, to move into McCarthy. And I think I was at a point in my career where I was just hungry to do something a little bit different, take on a little bit more of a scope. Um, and then whenever I noticed the job posting for McCarthy, um, it, it triggered something in me. So a fun sort of side story is I'm originally from the St. Louis area. Um, my dad worked in construction as an equipment operator. And I think I just knew, it always had a really positive name associated with McCarthy. Our headquarters are out of St. Louis. Um, we've been doing work there for many, many years. And I just had that somewhere in the very depths of my memory, I had a positive connotation with this company. So I paused, looked at the job description, and I thought, I think I, I, think I can do this. Um, and they were looking for a craft recruiting director. It was a new position at the time to McCarthy. They'd never really formalized this, this role before, but because of the you know, growing craft workforce shortage that has been um, a thing in the industry and known for many years now, um, adding in with the, the growth projected as an organization and the deep desire of the organization to focus more on our craft professionals um, to create that, I would say, unrivaled workplace for craft professionals, really kind of setting ourselves apart from other general contractors as the premier place for craft professionals to want to work. I think they needed a little bit more organization and structure. So that led me here. So I was super excited to find this opportunity. And three years later, I'm still really excited to be here every day. Well, I can tell that you're very enthusiastic about it. That's great. Uh, you've touched upon this already, but we've obviously seen a substantial skilled labor shortage in the construction industry. And there are our forecasts that that is going to get even worse as we move forward with increased activity under um, higher federal infrastructure funding. Uh, can you kind of give your perspective on where we've come from in terms of the craft labor shortage and what you are forecasting or, or foresee what the shortage might look like going forward? 
Yeah. So I don't have a crystal ball. Um, I, but I don't think it's going to like just magically get any better. I don't think that the clouds are going to part and the sun <laughs> is suddenly going to shine. Um, but I think that uh, what we've done as an organization or what we're really striving to do is to think about craft, craft recruiting from a more holistic standpoint. And how do we build a place that's going to be a magnet for people who do have skills out there. Um, so we're, we're doing all of those things. We are um, creating you know, growth and development opportunities that are real and tangible. We are continuing to partner with all of our signatory unions um, where we have those relationships in place. Um, and we are also finding avenues that we can support the future of craft professionals. How do we influence the minds of those middle schoolers or high schoolers who might only know, like whenever I was a kid, if anyone asked me what I wanted to be, I wouldn't be a librarian because I went to the library every Thursday with my mom and I saw a librarian and I saw the work that they did. Um, other kids might say teacher or firefighter or policeman. It's what they see around them. And I think the more opportunities that we can get out and influence and just generate kind of awareness of construction as a really viable and lucrative and worthy career, the better off the entire industry is going to be. Absolutely. And I think you're jumping ahead to some of the things I'd like to touch upon <laughs> going forward. But uh, let's talk about some of the hurdles for the construction for companies like yours. Um, what do you see as some of the biggest challenges in attracting and and also retaining talent in, in the current environment? Yeah, I think one of the biggest hurdles is that construction by nature for craft professionals is a project based environment. Um, your construction or carpenter skills are going to be needed for a specific scope of a project um, versus the entire life cycle. Our salaried professionals, our salary partners are hired and they're consistently employed until they retire with McCarthy. Our craft professionals, it's going to be, okay, project A, and then if the timing works out, project B. Um, one of the things that we've done at McCarthy, and I'm really, really proud of this work, I can't claim it, but uh, my group certainly benefits from it, is that we've really started to look at and plan in advance um, the, the work ahead so that way we can continue to retain our really and most qualified craft professionals. So we are saying, okay, um, project A is going to wrap up at the end of March and they've already, like this uh, individual is already in communication with the three other superintendents at three different projects, proactively marketing the skills of the trades workers who are at project A to make sure that they have a home at project B, C, or D come their last day so that there's no real gap in employment. Um, it doesn't work out perfectly every time, but more often than not, we're able to make the stars align through a good mix of planning and communication. It, it sounds like a very good strategy. Are there other strategies that McCarthy is using that you might be able to recommend to other companies that might help them to continue to recruit and maybe engage their, their craft labor workforce? Yeah, so I would say that um, this is a case where I've found success where the engagement almost comes before the recruiting. You would think it would be the opposite way, but whenever you really work to build that place where people want to be um, and people feel valued and communicated with um, at every level of the organization, 
you are going to just increase your magnetism. Um, you're going to create a followership inside your organization. And then they're going to go out and tell their friends at barbecues or cookouts or what have you, um, or in like the, the social context that they have professionally, they're going to start talking about how great it is to work at McCarthy. And then that's just going to create a followership. And we actually get a lot of lift through um, our referrals from a recruiting aspect. That's a really good point. I mean, if you are an organization that is attractive from the inside, that's going to be conveyed to others outside the organization. So I think that's a great um, thing to keep in mind. So are there any other steps that you you at McCarthy are utilizing or others that you can have seen being used in the industry that can help not only um, recruit and, and retain workforce, but to, to kind of help bring that next generation into the industry that can help to, to build that next generation workforce. Is there anything that you can recommend there or have seen out there that you think people could try? Yeah, so I think that um, uh, something I would say from a recruitment tactic that has helped us a lot is that whenever you get those qualified referrals or you have a job that's posted because you need three laborers in a market that we really haven't necessarily tapped into before, um, you need to have some dedicated eyes to find those people quickly. Like in the, in the world of craft professionals, things move quickly. They might be interested in a job um, or they might know that they have some availability coming up, apply to a job. And if you aren't in contact within the same day, um, you've lost them. So you really have to have, just there is a time limit. In, in place and you have to be very quick about it. So we don't post a job unless we know that it's a real thing. Um, we do make use of pipelining sometimes and we've gotten, um, I would say a pretty good process internally now where we can have a, a national scope of candidates. We know who's willing to move where um, and then we can qu quickly connect the dots if we know that there's a need. Um, we. Also stay in touch with craft professionals. If we talk with someone who's really great and there's not a fit right now, um, we are keeping tabs on them. And so that way, whenever there is a fit, we're reaching back out and we're doing so in a pretty efficient way, often using some texting um, capabilities. And then we can talk with them very quickly and then pro-market them to a hiring manager. And because the hiring managers know that we know what we're doing and we know they know that we're good at our jobs, they're more likely to trust us whenever they say, hey, we, whenever we come with them with a phone number and you know some, some skills background to be like, hey, we think you need to talk to this person. We think that this would be a quality addition to your job site. Has McCarthy done anything or had any particular success in attracting a more diverse workforce, um, whether it's on the skilled labor side or general workforce? Um, have you had any particular successes there? Yeah, so McCarthy has a really strong partnership for women internally, um, and it is uh, a, a pretty active internal organization um, that is led and run by our internal um, 
female, it doesn't necessarily have to be someone in a leadership role, but someone who's willing to step up and put together some content and put together some activities in celebration of Women's History Month. Uh, there was an internal panel of women who are in various levels of leadership um, and talking as a group about some of the challenges they face. So um, what I think is especially cool is whenever I joined that webinar, there were a lot of our male leaders our, I think our entire C-suite was on there supporting kind of what we are doing as women internally as an organization. Uh, one of my favorite quotes that came out of that was, gosh, wouldn't it be great if at some point in time, the McCarthy Partnership for Women um, was less about breaking down, I would say, barriers for women in construction and more um, just about kind of continuing to lift each other up. Uh, it, was, it was pretty cool to see. That's pretty aspirational for sure. I, I love that. So just to kind of wrap everything up, do you feel that there are other things that the construction industry needs to do in order to be able to continue to not only meet its workforce needs, but, but to, to develop the skill sets that are required to be able to make organizations um, more and more successful and to help build up and, and help to grow people within their organizations. Um, where do you think that needs to head? Yeah, so I think that it, there's probably a multi-pronged approach here. I think as an industry, construction has a, a real appetite for a partnership with like the Department of Education nationally. Um, I think that there's an opportunity for us to get back to having more CTE programs, particularly with like construction um, as opportunities in high school. I've seen some, some states and uh, metro areas doing a really good job at this, and then there's some that have greater opportunity. That's a pretty long play though, like setting up a quality construction program in individual high schools, that's expensive and probably a little bit high in the sky. Um, but I would say in the meantime, in the absence of that, there are some really great organizations out there um, that I think industry could continue to support, continue to leverage resources um, and continue to, I would support just the overall generating of construction as, as a career, just generating that awareness um, with different parties, whether it's through parents, through students, through educators. Um, but then I also think another approach would be to really invest in your workforce development um, internally, make sure that there are growth and development opportunities, that training structures that feel meaningful and impactful are in place. And I think that that will help to address the craft workforce shortage. There is no magic wand. There's like a proverb that the best time to plant a tree was like a thousand years ago. And the second best time is today. I think we're at today. What can we do at this point in time to impact the generations ahead? That is a great way of putting it. And I, I think that uh, this has been a wonderful conversation. Thank you so much, Erica, for joining me. I appreciate it. Anytime. Thanks so much. Well, that's it for this edition of Digging Deeper. Thank you to Erica Gilliland at McCarthy Building Companies for taking the time to talk with us. Tune in every week for another episode of the Digging Deeper podcast by 4constructionpros.com. You keep listening, we'll keep digging. Until next time.